welcome to Dear Spheres Podcast. I am so blessed for this week um, to unveil my newest book, Unveiled. And I'm excited just to talk a little bit about it, the story behind it, and kind of how it came to be. Um, and over the next several weeks, we'll be walking into uh, different chapters of it and discussing some of the themes and the things behind it and what went into it. So it is officially available everywhere, Barnes & Noble, Amazon.com, and Kindle on April, on March 11th, not April, March 11th. And I'm just, I'm really blessed and humbled by this. Um, it's a little story behind how it went. I was working with my good friend, Bethany. She's been on the podcast quite a few times. And we were working on um, ideas just kind of revolving around doing a small Bible study or um, something on a smaller scale um, for really inquiring and getting to know the Lord. And I kept having, um, I guess, themes that revolved around identity. And she quipped that perhaps I should just write a book on identity. And, and so I was like, well, that is seeming to be what is kind of on my mind right now. And um, so in the process of it, I, I took it to the Lord and I went to my prayer closet and God is so good. Um, and I'll just say that to, to be like kind of that Christian idiom of like, God is good, but God really is so good. And um, I had just such a download from the Lord. And when I say that, um, I really mean I went in, into a deep time of prayer. And I have I have this closet in my room. And I just I go in there and I just really try and listen and, and hear what the Lord is putting on my heart and saying to me. Um, um, and, you know, I'm, I'm not crazy. I, I'm, I'm hearing what he's saying. And everything that he said actually came to pass. And really to, to my amazement at how he did so. But the Lord, um, this was an important project to the Lord. And I'm grateful when I get to do projects with the Lord because they're his. I mean, I, I feel sometimes kind of bad putting my name on anything because I I don't, I really don't give two cares at all if anyone ever knows my name um, or recognizes me for anything. But I just want the Lord to be glorified in whatever way he would use. And however, you know, someone picks up this book, I pray that the Lord and the Holy Spirit just really shines through, and that's that is what's seen, and that is what's done. And I, I'm so humbled when He lets me be part of projects for Him. It is such a beautiful gift that He has given to me um, to be a part of this project and get to be the one that typed this book of His heart um, to share. And so the Lord told me that the book would be around 100 pages. Um, it was 105 when it was done. He said it would be done by the end of the year, which was really what was surprising to me. Um, I started this in October. The idea kind of came in September of 2018, um, began it in October 2018, and over the following six weeks, the book was finished, um, which was remarkable because Dear Young Sparrow took around three years to write. Um, So for a book to be done in six weeks was just evidence of the Holy Spirit because when God wants something to happen, it's fast. And... Man, things that should take months, take weeks, or moments, really. And I was so grateful for that. And um, this was just a really a great book to write. And so it's about identity. And so it, it surfaces around the idea that, um, you know, so often people will say, well, my, you know, find your identity, Christ. And yes, 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 yes. That's step one. But people just stop there. They, it's like they're knocking on the door and they just hang out on the stoop. They hang out on the front porch and they don't even walk into really, truly being confident in 
who God made them to be. And I love this quote by Brett uh, Derrico, and it says, Identity releases destiny. Realizing who we are as sons and daughters of God will bring us into deeper levels of understanding, revelation, and intimacy with the Father. But this is not a life of striving to become. It is a blissful life of simply being. In fact, the entire created order is standing on tiptoe, waiting for the unveiling of sons and daughters of God for us to manifest our truest identity. And I love, love, love that quote. Because what's that, what that is saying is God wants to unveil us to the world as his sons and daughters. And those are beautiful things. It talks about in 1 Corinthians how he's just waiting to unveil us to the world and really to ourselves. And he gave me the greatest um, blessing that through writing this, I, I wept so many times because I realized the Lord had unveiled me to myself and the person that he wanted me to become, but the person that I am is what he said. And, and that was so completely humbling. And so, so the whole heart intent of this book really is, is to bless and honor the Lord and to help people walk in confidently on who they were made to be. And the other thing the Lord told me on this book was it'll wreck people, but in a good way, it'll wreck them into where they need to be. So I really hope you guys consider picking up the book. Um, it's reasonably priced, and I, I think it'll be a blessing to those who read it, and that is the deepest prayer. This was really covered in prayer um, for whomever will come into contact with it. But uh, the first the first chapter is what we're going to kind of go over today. So it's called What's Up. That's kind of how I talk. So the Lord, um, the Lord inspired this book, but, you know, it's got a little taste of how I speak as well. Um, so kind of, we, we go past just scratching the surface of identity because everybody is unique. Everyone has their own identity. We we're like snowflakes, you know, every snowflake is different and every person is different. Even identical twins, they, they have their own hearts and intents and, and things about them. And so looking at that first and foremost, that we are uniquely made is, is vital to really walking into identity and talking about um, how we were created by a divine creator who had that heart and intent that we would be set apart, that we would be unique. And we see that even as far back as Eden. So God creates the first man. And I have become a tad obsessed with the first couple chapters of Genesis because it is the only place in all of human history where for a time, even though it's like two chapters, (laughs) two and a half chapters, for a time, the world was perfect and everyone in it was perfect. Everything was in create, created and in exactly as God ordained it. Even Adam and Eve's marriage was perfect, exactly as God intended. But what we see is, is God makes Adam. He makes the first man from the dirt. But God gives him a unique personality. He gives him a, a uniqueness that is set apart from the other animals. And he's he's self-aware. He understands that he is not an animal. He is not part of that, but he has this relationship with the Lord. And he literally can walk in the garden with the Lord. And he's given specific tasks to perform and to do. And so he, you know, to cultivate the earth and to name the animals, it's one of the first things that he's called to do. But we can really see in Genesis that Adam knew and was self-aware of who he was because, one, he was in the perfect world, and two, because God had given him that awareness. And what we can see in that is because when he sees Eve, his wife, for the first time, 
he recognizes it in her. And he sees her and he knows that she is exactly his counterpart. Bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. And what that really, really means is he's saying, you are my counterpart. You are the one person on this earth that is matched with me to be compatible, to be equally yoked, to walk alongside me. You are that other person. You are that other part. And he recognizes her identity, but he recognizes pieces within himself that match in accordance, right? And we see that, again, we're in a perfect world because the fall has not taken place yet. No one has sinned. No one has fallen short of grace. We are in a perfect world at this moment. And so seeing that, that's a really beautiful thing because ultimately every heart still cries out for Eden. Every heart still longs to be part of that garden and part of that perfection. We want to be loved. We want to be seen. We want to be acknowledged and we want to be understood. And then that moment Adam understood his wife, and he loved his wife, and he saw his wife. And in the same way, she loved him and saw him and understood him. And that is such a beautiful thing, and it's kind of like the utmost of human existence to to love and serve the Lord and then love and serve each other. And we see all of that in just these few sentences. And so with that in mind, looking forward, okay, that's great, that's wonderful. So how can we acquire and live that out today? And, and that really starts with the Lord. So going, you know, from the dirt and, you know, the, we're breathed life into us and, and we look to the Lord and we say, okay, who did you make me to be? And I am aware, I'm self-aware that I am a person that I love the Lord, that I want to serve him, but who did he actually make me to be? And I think a lot of that goes um, into just inquiring and really looking at the things that the Lord has equipped you with, the skills and then going deeper and having open palms. And what I mean by having open palms is being willing to receive whatever the Lord would put in your palms and for you to do. And sometimes it might not make sense. You might be very confused and unsure and say, well, that's, I'm not really equipped to do that, but, but the Lord will equip you. Look at Moses. Moses had a lisp. Moses could barely speak, but the Lord told him, I want you to go and talk to the most powerful man in the world in Pharaoh. And God equipped him to do so. And that's amazing. Only God, right? And, and so God might call you to do something. And I, I hope earnestly that through the process of this book that you find that. And that you find what the Lord is going to equip you to do for him and for the kingdom and for yourself. And the book continues to talk about, um, you know, being made in the image of God and, and what that means. And, and also how to go about finding, you know, your identity from from that threshold and walking forward. And it's a lot like a car, you know, um, for, we're going to assume for all intents and purposes that, that you don't know anything about cars. You don't know how they work. You don't know, you know, you lift up the hood and you're like, yep, that's an engine. And that's all, that's all you know. And the best way to, you, you take the car to the one who understands it the best. And that's the creator of the car, the designer and the manufacturer of the car and asking that person how does this work and what was this designed to do? And, you know, we've got that owner's manual that no one looks at and they should to, to share this is how these things work and this is what this was designed to do. And that's the Bible for us, but that's also inquiring of the Holy Spirit. You know, it talks about in John 14, the Holy Spirit is the counselor of truth. And so what that means is what does a counselor do? A counselor shares, a counselor speaks of truth. 
a counselor interacts and has a discussion with another person of truth. And so we have that coupled with the word of God to have this perfect union in a fallen world of some perfection to hold firm to. And so going to that manual and going to the counselor of truth, going to the mechanic who the creator of the car himself, um, to say, okay, so I'm here on this earth. I've been given this body. I've been given this skill set. I've been given these looks. I've been given these hands. I've been given this desire. So what do I do with it? And so the book is going to go forward and helping you to find that and talking about that. Um, Overall, and and how to put down roots in that as well, how to put down the roots of faith, how to walk with God, and how to to really get there into the point where you're ready to walk forward into a deeper understanding of God. So that's where we're going to end for this week. Um, Next week, we're going to be walking into probably one of my favorite parts of this book that the Lord um, brought me through was a study of, of names and how names hold massive and great power. So stay tuned with it. Um, be sure to check out the book on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Kindle, all those things. Um, tell your friends about it. Always open and welcome for feedback, um, on the blog channel, on Instagram, whatever else. Um, cause ultimately this is to bless the Lord. This is to help people really walk and own it and walk into that authenticity that it means to, to be a, a son or a daughter after the Lord's heart. And just doing work for the kingdom, not that we would be known, not that we would be remembered, but that his name would be made great. So um, please be sure to check it out. Let me know what you guys think. Um, And stay tuned with all the, the weeks to come. God bless.